This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best-selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company, Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca. Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it. My name is Corliss, and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent and my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life, and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 057, The Difference a Year Can Make with Dale DeBusak. When you think back to your life a year ago, where were you at? Have you made progress or are you in the same place that you were? Are you better off in your overall health? Are you richer mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually? Did you achieve some goals? Did you stretch yourself a bit? Did you overcome some fears? Did you experience some new things? Or are you in the same place now as you were a year ago? The good news is, no matter what your answer is to these questions, you are in the exact place right now to make decisions about what the next year will bring. And in this episode, we will give you some inspiration and practical steps that you can take that will help you look back one year from now to feel really proud of yourself. Melissa Donnelly wrote a message to women that said, Please don't settle. Not in a job you hate. Not in a town where you don't feel at home. Not in friendships that aren't real and especially not in love. I would like to add to that, don't settle for less than you want, and can be. You deserve to have a full, happy, and abundant life, and you have the power to make it happen. Just like today's guest, you can be the hero of your own story. Dale DeBuzak is a wife and a mom of two teenage girls. She's a registered massage therapist for the past 25 years, and she owns and operates Uncramp Your Style Massage and Wellness in my home city of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. She loves supporting women on their healing journeys, helping them identify whatever is cramping their style. Dale recognizes that each woman has her unique story of healing and is there to guide them on their emotional, physical, and spiritual journey as they walk towards leading their best lives. Welcome to the show, Dale. I'm so thrilled to have you here to share your story. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. What a special honor. 
Well, you know, I think that, you know, first of all, it's going to be ex- exciting for the audience to get to know you. Like I've had the opportunity to know you, but I feel like I've had a front row seat to your journey over the last year. So this is really exciting for me to be able to highlight you as well. So why don't we begin there? Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you were at a year ago in your life and kind of how you were feeling, what your life looked like, and, you know, then we can journey towards where you've landed today. Sure. Um, yeah. So a year ago, I was definitely not where I was, where I am now. Um, I was having another health hurdle and I was struggling with a new diagnosis of, um, the primary start of cervical cancer. And so I was really trying to wrap my head around that. And, um, the treatment that was suggested to me to, to fix all my problems was to have a hysterectomy. And uh, so I had to take a lot of time to process that and to feel good in my heart and soul that that was the right step for me and to really trust the guidance I was being given and the, and trust in the medical team that I had around me to uh, go forward with that decision. Um, But I did find myself a year ago, really falling backwards into like a victim mode. And when I look back at that, I I was so grateful to have you as a coach to really help me um, with my awareness of that, like kind of like going into a backward pattern where I was spiraling backward and I was feeling more like a victim instead of empowered. And so um, the coaching that I have been uh, receiving from you Corliss over the last two years has been pivotal in me moving forward and um, I'm so grateful to you for that Um, going yeah I want to thank you for that acknowledgement first of all so these these things that you had you know, that you were experiencing. These were a chronic condition. So you had a lot of health concerns, you had a lot of things, but these, this wasn't new to you. These are things you've been living with for a long time, right? Yes. Like I had, I had had um, autoimmune disease that a chronic condition that I had been um, managing and navigating through for many years that started in my thirties after my second baby. And I started having a thyroid disease uh, called Graves disease. So I, I was really managing my health and lifestyle with that disease. And, you know, you think you're doing everything right. You're, you're putting in some healthy habits and you are navigating through and doing all the things that we have to do as, as moms and wife and, and owning a business. And you're trying to juggle everything. And then another hurdle happens. And sometimes that's a really hard pill to swallow. And so, you know, I had to really dig deep and um, learn more about myself and, and kind of empower myself to navigate through this next hurdle. And the coaching really helped me um, get through. So I was, um, I was, I had my hysterectomy a year ago. And funny thing, a friend of mine just sent me a text message on the anniversary of my surgery. And she said, happy anniversary to the eviction of your uterus. <laughs> that <was> so funny. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that was kind of a funny, like we have to keep it light. Sometimes we take everything just so serious. And so that is part of my healing journey is to find light in dark times. And it's kind of been my mantra and my motto to really. Um, 
one of my practices is gratitude. And that's how I navigate through these hard times as I look around and see all the beautiful and wonderful things that there really is to be grateful for. And uh, that really helps me carry, carry me through. That's one tool that I use on the daily. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, you know what? I'm going to ask you just to, we have to go back to some of the things that you've said here, because I think there's some key things here that you've said that maybe you're just so used to, um, that this is your journey. And I don't think you really understand how remarkable it is because I think a lot of people fall into that pattern of just managing. That's the word that you used. Um, I describe it oftentimes as just surviving. Like we're just surviving all this next little fire that we got to put out and this next thing we have to deal with. And we can fall into these destructive patterns of victimhood where we fall victim to the circumstance. And you also use that word as well. So let's kind of go back to that part of your story. So you've had this autoimmune disease it's been, you know, triggered by different significant things that have happened in your life. You start just managing it. You just are constantly dealing with it and you start feeling like you become a victim to it. So a year ago, where were you at in your, you know, emotional, mental, physical state based on that? That's what I'd like you to kind of describe is what was it like a year ago? in what's what state were you in a year ago well a year ago you know it's funny because I thought I was doing really well like you think okay yeah you know I'm doing all this personal empowerment and I'm feeling good I have purpose I I'm really done a lot of personal work to get me to the point I was at and then when you have this other hurdle or this other struggle you do go into survival mode and you, you think like, oh my gosh, I just have to get through today. And, you know, sometimes your world gets really, really small. Like it just starts to really um, cramp, like just to really encroach on you. And you start to think your belief systems start to play in fact, like one of my belief systems that I've been working with is, oh, if I'm sick and I'm not healthy, how can I provide for my family? And that kind of seemed to be like over the last 10 years or so was, was a constant theme. And I really had to work on changing that belief system. Um, so yeah, I was in victim mode and I was spiraling down. And I, I think a, a real normal response is to be like, why is this happening to me? Why, why am I going through this again? Like, why can't I get my stuff together? You know, like, and, but here's what I realized through my own healing journey and doing the research on myself and to learn more about myself is these are experiences that are happening to us. Yeah, we, I don't know if we choose them. I don't know, but sometimes we have to be responsible for what we're going to do next, how we're going to work our way through this and so I started to empower myself with reading lots of good books and doing the coaching and really learning about myself and learning about what makes me tick and but the start of it all was to realize that I still have purpose even though I have to navigate through these health conditions that that isn't what defines me as a person and I really had to go back to loving myself first and accepting myself and then continue on my path to be committed to growing and, and um, yeah, leading my family through this as well, because, you know, whatever I'm going through on the inside is going to have a ripple effect on the outside. So, 
you know, the work we've done together, Corliss, has been a pivotal key to me on my healing journey. I, I'm so excited to where I'm going and where I am now compared to where I was a year ago. Hmm, how exciting. How beautiful. You said so much there again. <laughs> so I know I could just talk and talk. <laughs> hey, I'm going to pull that apart just a little bit here because you, I love what you said. Here it is, that tweetable moment. I did the research on myself. That's what you said. And I think that that is just a brilliant way of putting it because a lot of times we look to the outside and we don't realize that if we kind of do the inner work, it's going to reflect in the outside and doing the research on myself. Describe what that means to you. Doing the research on myself was a real journey of looking backward. I even started backward looking at um, the way I grew up as a child, but I also looked back at my parents and how they grew up and started like listening to stories about my parents' childhood and then kind of connecting the dots to, you know, how we were raised and we were, we had a great childhood and stuff like that, but it was you know, there's things from your childhood that impress upon you as an adult that, you know, habits or belief systems and stuff like that. So I think I had to journey backward to figure out why I'm at the space I'm at now and kind of look at my journey to, to really get to know myself and to know why I am the way I am. So I did a lot of journaling and I did a lot of writing. And, uh, and I also realized too that recognizing the feelings that I'm feeling because there was a pattern there of just burying those feelings instead of really feeling them or, or really dealing with them. And what I've learned through my research and through my work as a massage therapist is like, yeah, you can have physical pain, but a lot of it is emotional pain that we are burying and not dealing with. And I think a lot of my problems were coming from that because as a woman, um, wife, mother, business owner, you wear a lot of hats and you're managing a lot of things and a lot of people. And, and I think we, sometimes we just put on that brave stoic face and we put on our big girl panties and we just do what we need to do, but we don't give us the time and the grace to really feel what we're feeling or deal with those emotions. Hmm. So it's kind of like, why am I reacting this way? Why do I feel this way when this happens? A lot of times it's old triggers that we haven't explored to really understand ourselves. And that's what I'm getting from the research that you're saying on yourself. I love that. And uh, I love how you're really leading your life. I really got to say that because you are you are digging into like, who am I? Who am I really? And do these old belief systems and the old, these old um, thought patterns and these old ways of being, do they really serve me in who I am today? So I really love that. It's so inspirational. I love it. I love it. I love it. So that's a, that's a key to it for sure. Now, uh, you said something else too about, um, and it's interesting because just this morning, um, on one of our community groups, like in the coaching community, one of the women who had shared her story about, you know, going through a significant, um, brain injury or a trauma that actually caused, um, some loss of hearing and stuff. So she had shared that in our community. And I was so inspired by her story because she was sharing that she's not going to allow that, 
you know, to determine her life and that she really felt like it set her back to the place where she was like, this is all I am now, people. I can't hear really well on this side. You know, I can't communicate the same way that I used to. And and I had commented to her that I was so inspired by her story because the things that happen to us don't define us. It's actually how we define ourselves within that that changes everything. And that's kind of what you're describing here. It's like all of these things that have happened to you, so to speak, or that have you've experienced in your life don't necessarily define you. It's actually how you choose to accept it, embrace it, honor it, and move forward becoming better for it. Yes? Absolutely. Um, I think these are all experiences that we have as humans. And we we can either like you said, go back into victim mode, or it'd be like, okay, what can I learn from this moving forward? And I, I really did have to change some stuff in my life to, to move forward. I, first of all, I had to redefine my, my own definition of success. And because sometimes we're so pulled to what we think society needs to um, deem successful. And when you're living with a chronic condition, sometimes success just to get out of bed one day is successful or to be able to do up your own bra is successful. So I think it depends where everyone is at and to accept where you're at and just try to be a little bit better every day. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I really had to go back to redefining my, my definition of success depending where I was at at the time. Hmm, brilliant. So good, actually. And just so you know, audience, I'm sorry that Charlie has decided to join our conversation today. <laughs> My recording studio is at home and we try very hard to keep Charlie quiet. But of course, um, sometimes he interrupts. So sorry about that. And thank you for thank you for continuing to listen. Hopefully he's done now. Um, there's a few things about uh, what you said here. And I, I want to just pull it back because I think uh, when we when we're in our own story, sometimes we, you know, as we're sharing it, perhaps we don't really know the, the key points of that that can help other people. So what I'm going to ask you to do now is take this, the parts of your story. And if you were speaking to a woman right now who is like, I am in the exact same place right now as I was one year ago. And I don't want that to continue. I want to change it. And I want my next year to be so insanely awesome. And I want to look back very proud of myself for what's happened in my last year. What would you say to that woman on steps that she can take right now to ensure the year from now, she feels really great about where she's at? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I, I was famous for just talking the talk, you know, like, I, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I want to do this, I want to make a change. And but what I really realized was, I really just need to take an action step, I need to take one step to, and walk toward a goal. Um, even to bring it back from that before I even was goal setting, I was, I really had to look within to really figure out what my purpose was. So even though I live with chronic condition and I'm not going to let that define who I truly am, what purpose can I bring out of this experience that I can serve others with? How can I serve others? And so when you start asking those questions, it's like acknowledging 
my gifts and talents um, and then using them for good, you know? And it can be something very simple. Um, for me, I have a talent to um, be really connected with people. As a massage therapist, I, I just have a way of really, I just love people actually. I love connecting with people and I love getting to know them and I love hearing their story. What I had to get confident with was for me to be vulnerable, vulnerable enough to share my own story. So I think once you let people in to what you're going through and where you're at and you really connect with people and then you connect that with your purpose, um, it's going to be much easier for you to find your path. So, yeah, I, uh, I would say definitely dig deep look within and figure out what your gifts and talents are and how you can enlighten the world with them and how you can make a change in your own world. So whether it's your just small circle and then there's a ripple effect of that within your community or within your family. So yeah, it just grows and grows and grows. Okay. So just so that I have this like so crystal clear for our listeners so it's going back to the foundation of purpose is the, is the number one or taking an action step? Number one, I think, is to figure out your purpose so that you can take an action step toward it, you know? Awesome. Um, yeah. But it, it might come in different ways for people. Like for me, that's what it was. I had to dig back and, and really figure out my gifts, my talents, my skills, and how I could use that possibly in a different way to serve my clients and community. Um, when I was really sick with my chronic illness, our last year after my hysterectomy, I actually spiraled with a new autoimmune condition and it left me very disabled for a good six months. And I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. So that was another hurdle that I had to figure out and how to navigate through. And going back to purpose, it's like, okay, I still have purpose as a woman. I still have purpose as a mother. I still have my purpose. You figure out your why to go on and to carry on. And that really helped me to, to figure out a new way to serve my clients and my customers and to still provide for my family. And so, you know, I think everyone's situation is different. Everybody's experiences are different. Um, we all expect life to just be rosy and, and smooth. But the fact of the matter is we have these experiences that really challenge us and they challenge us to, to grow. And it's like, what can I learn from this experience? So um, now I'm going to use these um, difficulties, let's say, or these experiences to really help other people walk through their experiences and to, you know, to maybe shed some light and how to find more peace and joy and ease in their daily. So it's, uh, it's definitely been a really profound journey for me. It is said you become like the people you spend time with. I think this is true and therefore you should choose carefully. I know in my own life things changed dramatically for the better when I got myself in an environment with people who are inspired and excited about life. If you're looking to change things up and connect with people who will help you become your best, join the Corliss Co. community as a monthly member. It's a great way to stay focused forward. Join us today at corliss.ca.
It's it, you're such an inspiration, Dale. Uh, so I'm gonna pull back everything that you said here. Uh, number one, I think, for the listening audience is to figure out your why. So when you're going through challenges, I always believe that purpose is the foundation of everything. And when you need something to get yourself motivated, think back to why it's important that you do. So like Dale said, you know, why do I need to get up and do something different? How can I overcome this obstacle? Who am I important to? How is this going to better my family? You know, when you start asking yourself those questions, you'll find some motivation. And I always say that you'll find motivation with purpose. And as soon as you connect to that reason and that purpose, you'll want to get up and, you know, take it and use that as your fuel to become more, do more, achieve more. Or even if that's like you said, putting a bra on in the morning find a reason, find a reason to get up in the day. So that we're going to call that number one. And then number two is the action steps. So nothing happens without action, but I almost feel like number two could also be make a decision because until you make a decision there, no action will follow, you know, actually making a decision is an action. You got to decide you know, this year is going to be different for me. I'm going to decide something. And when you make that decision, then you can start towards action. Now, with some people, what that might look like is actually just setting some goals. So if you were to think about, so I'm talking to the listening audience right now, if you were to think about one year from now, where you would like to be at in your life, something that you would have liked to experience, something you'd like to achieve, a change you'd like to make, what would it be that you would want to to be? So, or what would you have want to have accomplished? So think just one year from now. So it's March 8th today. We're going to timestamp this one. And it really doesn't matter what date you're listening to this on because one year from now, you can always make a new decision today that one year from now, that's your starting point. It doesn't matter what day you listen. But just because we're recording today on March 8th, and this is the date that is actually going to be published as well. I want you to think ahead one year from now, what do I want it to look like? So think of it backwards. Where do I want to be at, you know, emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally? Do I have some tangible goals that I'd like to achieve? Would I like to accomplish something? Would it be something I'd like to experience? And write those down. I think it's really important because my mentor always said, says that a goal is just a dream until it's written down. And once it's written down, then it becomes a commitment and a decision. So write it down. And that's an action step that you can take is to decide. And then number three, I think pulling on what Dale's talked about here would be to ask yourself, what's the first steps that I can start taking today to walk towards that? And the foundation of everything is to begin within. So if you start with you, like what changes do I need to make in my habits? What, you know, what do I need to do to heal this part of me? What do I need to do that's going to accomplish these goals? Who do I need to become? to accomplish these goals that I've set for myself. So number one, being your why is going to inspire you to get up and do it. Number two would be make some decisions about it and set some goals and get matter of fact and make some commitments to yourself about where you'll be a year from now. And then number three, set some action steps so that every single day you can get up and do something to walk towards 
becoming that person who will achieve those goals, but also the actual tangible steps that put you in action towards the one-year vision that you have for yourself. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I really had to decide that was I just going to settle for how things were or did I want to make things better? And so the decision to make things better or to um, move forward through this difficult time, that was the decision. And then I took actions towards that decision for sure. I love it. And you know, when you said that it, it, uh, you got rheumatoid arthritis, that's, I think that's how you say it as a massage therapist, that could have been devastating to your career of the last few decades. And yet you didn't let that stop you. How did you, how did you navigate that? That was, yeah, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> I, I, uh, I learned so much from that diagnosis because it happened so fast. My health really deteriorated at a quick decline after my surgery. And so I was feeling all this physical pain and disability. Like I was, I was almost to the point where I had to use a cane to walk last summer and um, my joints were so inflamed. And, and before I was diagnosed, you, it's a really scary situation to be in, especially when you rely on your hands and uh, your arms and your body to, to do your work every day. So um, I really had to look within, I really had to connect with my inner self, my inner guidance system, and do a lot of meditation, a lot of prayer. But I also had to trust that relief and answers would come um, through natural remedies, but also through the medical community as well. I really had to have faith and trust that help and health was on its way. Um, I also had to say, okay, like, I'm going to have to deal with this condition or I'm going to have to navigate through this, this experience. What can I learn from this and how can I move forward? So I really started investing again in myself and I really thought, okay, like what can I do as a lighter modality? What can I do? That's I can still connect with my client base that I've built over the last 25 years and I just didn't want to throw that away because I have some really deep, wonderful connections with people I serve. And so I, I started investing in my education through um, call to lead coaching certification through you so that I'd be able to be a health and wellness and mindset coach and leadership coach for my clients. I've also started taking um gentler modalities in the healing world for with Reiki and cranial sacral therapy and somato emotional release technique. So all these are lighter touch modalities that have quite a profound effect for people looking to go deeper with their healing journey. And so I just started to really expand my skill set and not say stuck with the same old pattern of or the same old ways of doing my job that I've always done. I was really expanding my skills and investing in myself in that way because I was like, I, I know I really love what I do and I really love the people I serve and I still want to continue doing that. I just have to figure out a different way to do it. Hmm. You know what you just demonstrated for us is the three things that we talked about earlier because 
a lot of times when people are thrown a curveball and it's like, oh man, this just happened again, they can become victim to it. And it's it's easy to fall victim to things that happen outside of your control. You can't do anything about it and you feel powerless, right? You become a victim to it. So that could have been the situation with a diagnosis like that where you can't do the same Uh, physically, you have some challenges with being able to do the job the way you always did it. And what you just demonstrated for us was, you know, going back to why, why it's important to you to find another way, because you wanted to still serve your clients, you love your clients, you're committed to um, the, the business that you built, you wanted to continue that you didn't want to give it up. So it's like you go back to all those reasons why. Then you said to yourself, okay, I've got to decide to look at this differently. What else can I do? So you actually just perfectly demonstrated for us the three things that we've kind of identified that people can use to you know, move forward with their life to make the next year the best year yet. Absolutely. And it has been a wonderful year. I've, I've, um, I'm really proud of myself for how I've navigated through that and how I've, how I've, um, come out of that a year later, I feel like my physical health has returned. Um, my pain is very, very low. I'm doing my job back at my capacity of what I was prior to surgery and prior to the diagnosis. Um, I've really worked on my own mind, body, spirit connection, which I think will help others on their journey too. And so I'm taking the lessons I've learned through these experiences and hopefully helping people on theirs. So yeah, it's been a wonderful, it's been hard, but where I'm at now compared to where I was a year ago is like night and day actually night and day. And um, another thing I know, looking back sometimes isn't healthy. But I look when I look back to where I was, I was like, Oh, man, I really don't want to end up back there again. (laughs) I don't want to experience that if I don't have to. So it's like, what can I learn from that to keep moving forward and uh, try not to end up back there again. So I've implemented some, some decisions on my own physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health. And I implement them on a daily or weekly basis to try and keep me on the right track. And uh, the tools I've learned through the coaching community and the, and coaching with you Corliss, and it, they really do help me stay consistent and they help keep me motivated to stay on track. I, it really does take a village, like people say. It takes a community. It takes a tribe. And what I found within the community that you've created, and even with my friend group and my work group, and all my, I'm so blessed to have so many communities um, that are supporting me and encouraging me. Uh, so it's it's been wonderful to see that connection with people and really as women, it's really nice to be part of something that we are truly encouraging and and um, cheering each other on. That is a special, special thing. And we all need that. I think we all need that to move forward and to, to deal with the hard things and to, to continue on the right path. Because it's so easy when you're by yourself to spiral down and not feel the motivation or the gumption to 
to get up and do what needs to be done or to to live that life to the fullest that we can if you're trying to do it alone. Mm. You know, you said a lot there because that I think, you know, for the listeners, I think you could even begin there. They say that you become like the five people that you surround yourself with. When you look around you, are the people around you inspiring you to have your best year yet? And if they're not, just be that person who says, I'm going to do something different. Like join our coaching community, like for real. It's the most incredibly supportive, inspiring group of people you really should for you. And that would be a very positive action step if you're ready for it, of course. Um, No one can make that decision for you. It's your life and it is your decision. But that is a very um, positive step in the right direction. If you're looking to make some changes, get around people who are going to, going to, you know, cheer you on and, and help you and inspire you on the same journey of becoming their best. Um, yeah, do it, do, do it for you. It's been so incredibly awesome to watch your journey, Dale. And as you talk about where you were at a year ago, I'm doing a little bit of reflection because I I remember us going for a walk actually. And, uh, we had that walk and I remember you just being like, scared and so unsure and really like, I don't know, like, how am I going to manage this? And, you know, it was just so overwhelming. And now to look at you so happy and content and fulfilled and healed, and it's just so inspiring. It really is. So thank you so much for um, inviting me into your life, inviting all of us into your life and for sharing your story with us. You are truly an inspiration. And I don't, I don't just say that lightly. I really mean it. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, Corliss. And thank you to all my friends, family and the coaching community for, for just being there for me and for helping me along too. Like, I really feel like it's so much easier when you do have people, when you're open to, to having people help you and, and open to receiving the help. Like that was something else I had to learn too, but that might be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's do the, the three closing questions because I always ask these and I think it's really important that we kind of stay consistent with that because people look forward to them. So the first question is, what does leadership mean to you? Leadership means to um, live by example and to bring people along with you, you know, to be really authentic to how you lead your life. And if you're going to do something, if you're going to say you're going to do something, then stick to it and do it. You know, I think it's consistency. And it's, it's also, though, bringing people along with you that need help along the way. Beautiful. And if there was a book or a podcast that was really kind of life changing for you, uh, would you want to go ahead and share it just because I know people are always looking for resources? Sure. Yeah, well, absolutely. This is my favorite podcast. So I'll definitely say (laughs) listen to this one on a regular for sure. I love all the guests and all the things I've learned from people sharing their stories. It, It is, it's great to learn from other people's experiences. So I love this podcast. Um, One of my recent books that I just finished reading and I absolutely love it. And it was really about a journey of finding inner peace. And it's called The Art of Effortless Living by Ingrid Backey. And I absolutely just really love this book because I felt like she was writing it directly to me. 
I could see her examples and I could see me in this book. And so it's just really about enjoying the journey, not and really being present in the journey rather than the destination or the result. So I, I really loved it. it. It was it really spoke to me and I'd recommend that book to anyone. Mm, yeah, good one. Thank you. All right. And the final, final question, based on all the highs and all of the lows and everything that you've been through in your life to this date, if you could leave the audience with just one piece of advice, what would you leave them with? I would leave them with be patient and give yourself a little grace. Um, I think we're always in such a rush to 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 do everything, be all, do all, achieve all, and even to heal, we're in a rush to heal, but we don't realize that everything takes time and everything does take more than a minute. And give yourself a little grace, give yourself a little pat on the back. Um, you know, you're doing the best you can and love yourself for that. Mm, beautiful. Thank you again for being here. And thank you for everyone for sharing our last two years. You know what I just realized as we were finishing this off, how incredibly appropriate it is that, you know, the number one star stellar very first called to lead certified person is being interviewed today because today, two years ago today, the podcast launched. So thank you, Dale. I just realized that it came up in my in my memories here as we were chatting and I had to kind of try to silence it. And it's like, oh my goodness, today's two years. So whoop, whoop, big celebration over that as well. So how very appropriate. Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been amazing to share the journey with all of you. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for uh, sharing your story and your expertise, Dale, and uh, looking forward to what the next year brings for each and every one of you. Take good care. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.